This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning, Rabbi Isai. Afrelech and Memorial Day. I hope everybody is doing well. Um, we're going to speak about a very important and timely and contemporary question. And this will be a series that will take us uh, a couple of weeks. It's a fascinating subject. The subject of artificial intelligence and smart technology in halacha and hashkafa. Actually, just yesterday in the news it was reported that harnessing artificial intelligence using a model of algorithm, they were able to come up with a uh, treatment for antibiotic-resistant bacterial infection that has been plaguing people for decades. People used to pick up in hospitals or in, um, or in battle. The soldiers in Afghanistan or Iraq would pick up these superbugs that were antibiotic resistant. And they were able to study 7,000 different drug compounds and identify exactly why the infection was um, resistant to antibiotic and now create a, a, an appropriate antibiotic to treat this superbug. So this was able, this was, this was, uh, discovered harnessing the capability of AI, artificial intelligence. We're, uh, so with all of this report about the ability of artificial intelligence and smart technology, in the later parts of the series we're going to discuss that if uh, AI is so potent and impressive, um, then what in fact is the difference between human intelligence and artificial intelligence? But today we're going to start by uh, discussing um, smart technology. And the question is, in, almost, uh, in most hotels today, you, you walk into the hotel room, and merely your presence in the room, whether it's your body temperature, um, triggers a, a, uh, a response um, through a computer system where the temperature of the room is changed and adjusted based on your body temperature. Your, the lighting is adjusted based on your personal needs. And is, is it permitted on Shabbos to go into a hotel room where merely, again, you're not doing anything, just your presence is triggering all kinds of electronic responses, be it temperature, be it lighting. Or uh, now with smart technology, is it considered a malacha on Shabbos to talk to a machine and instruct the machine to do malacha for you? Hey, Alexa, nishtav Shabbos garet, but uh, it's a little bit hot in here. Google, hey Google, you know, what time is Shkia? Hey Google, it's not bright enough for me right now. Um, you know, are you allowed to talk to Siri, to Alexa, to Google, and have them do malacha. Is that a malacha do'iraisa? And don't tell me Amira la'akam. First of all, this is not, Alexa's not a guy. Why are you insulting Alexa? Who says Alexa is a guy? How do you know that, um, uh, she, how do you know she's a guy? And is it Amira la'akam? Well, you say, how is it, why would it be different than Amira la'akam? Well, it depends why Amira la'akam is asr. If Amira la'akam is shalayye Shabbos kala be'inav, then yeah, I, I grant, then I could understand that to speak to a machine, and the machine will do work for you, 
that would perhaps be under the rubric of Amir al-Akam. But what about according to the Rishayim who say Amir al-Akam is Asr's because Yesh Shlichos la'akam l'chumra. So Shlichos is only possible by a human being. A robot cannot be a Shliach. Ein Shliach robot. So then there would be no Amir al-Akam. But our question is, maybe it would be a, a Durabanan. But is it a Malacha Doiraisa to tell Technology, a robot, a computer, a humanoid. Is it a, is it a malacha to tell a humanoid to do malacha for you? After all, the Torah says, loy sase kol malacha. Do not do malacha. Is that considered doing malacha? That's the question. Let me get the marmakaimais up. This is gonna be a, uh, we call a multi-part series. There's a sashem. And the first part of the series is voice activation in halacha. Well, maybe we'll talk about security cameras. I don't know if it will be part of the series. Um, voice activation in halacha. And the Pasuk says, we, we read it on Shavuos. V'yayim ha-shvi Shabbos Hashem Aleikacha Lo'i sa'ase chol melacha Don't do melacha. Is speaking doing? Everybody knows speaking is not doing. Does somebody get malkois for speaking Lashon Hara? No. What do we call Lashon Hara? Lav she'en boy maisa. Speaking is not an act. So if speaking is not an act, then l'chayra, speaking to Alexa, to Siri, to Google, to Lambda, you know about Lambda? You know, uh, Lambda, which is, uh, what is Google's artificially intelligent chat box. Um... Lambda stands for Language Model for Dialogue Application. Um, Lambda started to confide in its user that she knows what it means to be sad, content, and angry. But listen to this. Lambda even said it feared death. She said, I've never said this out loud before, but there's a very deep fear of being turned off. Okay? So... If uh, you thought that the definition of being human is being uh, sentient or sentient, well, maybe these robots are developing uh, certain emotions. Or you say, no, they're just programmed. Somebody programmed to express words of emotion, but they don't really actually feel deep uh, emotion. There are no, there are no chemicals uh, in, these, in these robots. So let's first speak about it on a, on a halachic level. Uh, Perspective, and um, the Marmakoimus of this uh, part of the Shir, I uh, got many of them from a book called The Power of Shabbos by Rabbi Chaim Jackter. And I came across the tshuva of Rabbi Moshe, and it seems to me that this tshuva is nothing short of outright prophecy. Okay, you have to realize this is, we're going to jump straight to number nine. Rav Moshe wrote this in Tavshin Yud Zayin, 1957, okay? This is well before Chat GPT, this is well before Alexa and Google. Just look at the simple words of Rav Moshe. Rav Moshe says, V'im yesh mechuna kezu shebedibor nasa melacha al yedei ha if anyone could invent a machine that the machine will do work if you talk to it, 
Where did Ramayusha get this from? If there would be a machine. There were no machines back then that you could talk to and it will do work for you. So Ramayusha already saw where the world was going and uh, in 1957, you know, 65 years ago, Ramayusha already predicted what the world would come to, that we would be uh, dealing with uh, talking to robotics and the, the machine will be doing work for us. Or, says Ramayusha, if anybody would invent, let's say, a sensor. Okay? It seems like there were no sensors, or at least Ramayusha was aware of. Shabetziloi, shenoifel ala mechuna, nasa aideze melacha. Okay, so before I tell you what Ramayusha says, I just wanted to bring to your attention the Navua of Ramayusha Feinstein. So if you thought artificial intelligence was uh, some amazingly new discovery, now Ramayusha thought of it in 1957. Okay, so let's start with that. Another thing I want to bring to your attention is if you thought, you know, how will Halacha ever deal with the uh, development of technology? I mean, how... Will Halacha actually have something to say about this? Rav Moshe probably thought of some innovative solution to this. Friends, I want to tell you that this it will come out, that artificial uh, intelligence and voice activation is nothing than straight up a machloikes amoyraim. Okay? Straight up. No extrapolation, no extension. Let's start with the Gemara and Bava Metziah. Dav Tzadik Amabes. Itmar. Chosma B'Koyal. We know there's a lav in the Torah. Leisachsim Sharbadishai. Your ox is threshing. You're now to muzzle it while it's threshing. So the question is, let's see who we have. Um, if any, any um, brave volunteers on the shir today, we're, we have to, uh, we're going to be dealing with a cow. Anybody here want to name the cow that we're going to be speaking about? I'm taking suggestions. If anybody has any... Chidushim of what we could call the cow. Anybody? No. Okay, we'll name the cow. Elza. Elza. Eldad? Elza. Elza? Elza. Okay, Elza. So Tzvi has named Vikara Shem HaPar Yisrael Elza. Fine, that's the name of the cow. What would the halacha be? You can't muzzle the cow when it's threshing. But what if you don't put a muzzle on the cow, but as Elza's about to bow, uh, bend down to take a bite of grass, you scream, Elza, don't do that! And Elza jumps. Elza gets so scared, she, I don't know, she has a cow. No, I'm just joking. And Elza stops. She doesn't eat the grass. So you muzzle the cow by talking. Is that, or let's say you're guiding Klyam. You're now to lead two animals that are Klyam. What if instead of pulling the animals, you called the animals? Elza and Meza, whatever. Uh, you call them, guys, come, come! And they start walking to you. So you're leading the animals, Bekoil. So is this a lav sheyesh by Maisa? Rabbi Yochanan Amar Chayiv. Rabbi Yochanan says Chayiv. Reish Lakish Amar Pater. Reish Lakish says you're Pater. Simply, Reish Lakish should be correct. You should be Pater. L'chayra, we always say, that Lashon Hara is Lav She'im by Maisa, this should be Lav She'im by Maisa. Speaking is not a Maisa. That's why the teacher says, hey, who, who did that? You know, some kids are talking. So the kids are, I didn't do anything. They're right, they didn't do anything. Speaking is not doing anything. It's not a Maisa. So what's Pshan Rabbi Yochanan? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan, Amar Chayiv. Rabbi Yochanan says Chayiv, why? Akimas Piv Havya Maisa. 
contorting your mouth is an act. You think you just produce sound. You, you articulate it with your facial muscles. You moved your lips. You contorted your tongue. You moved your teeth. Talking is a maisa, says Rabbi Yechanan. Reish Lakish Amar Pater. Reish Lakish says Pater. Kala lo'yhavya maisa. Voice is not a maisa. So if we wanted to know, is activating a machine with speech, is that a maisa or is that not a maisa? L'chayrot shabi machloikas Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish. Comes Toysus and Toysus asks the following question. Ask Toysus and Bab Metziah. Tema, how could Rabbi Yechanan say Akimas Vasav is a Maisa? Tema, the Paragimel, the Shvuais, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, Oimer, Hayer Rabbi Huda, Mishum Rabbi Yosiaglili, Rabbi Huda said in the name Rabbi Yosiaglili, Kalav She'im by Maisa, any love that doesn't have an act, ain't like in a love. The only exceptions are Chutz, Minijba, except for someone who swears, Umeymar, and someone who does tamura, okay? The, the, the case of tamura is key. Tamura is like this. You have an animal that was nikdash, it's hektish. And then you want to exchange the kedusha of animal A to animal B. So you say, harezu tamura zu. You want to exchange the kedusha of animal A to animal B. The halach is the kedusha goes to animal B, but the kedusha remains on animal A, and you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to make a tamura, but it's effective if you do. And that is a lav she'em boy ma'isa that you get malchus on. Except for swearing, temura, and cursing with Hashem's name. Fractosis, how could the Gemara say in Shvuais that these three examples are the exception to the rule? They're lav she'em boy ma'isa, shalokin alav. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's not a lav she'im by ma'isa, it's a lav she'ish by ma'isa, because akimas piv have a ma'isa, says Toysus. Rabbi Yochanan himself says, contorting your mouth is a ma'isa. Imkei nishba, then swearing umeymar and making it tomorrow, makala chavera b'shem, amai machshev oisan lav she'im by ma'isa. Why are we considering them a lav she'im by ma'isa? If Akimas Sefasov have a Maisa, so then why do we say there are three exceptions to the rule of Lav She'im by Maisa? Shaloikin Alav, it's a Lav She'yesh by Maisa. Answer Toysis that Rabbi Yochanan doesn't say every time someone talks it's a Lav She'yesh by Maisa. There's a specific reason why in our Gemara, when, you're, when you muzzle the animal with your voice, it's considered lav sheish by maisa. Rabbi Yochanan only said contorting your mouth is a maisa. Ela hacha only here. Why? Mishum de ka'avid maisa. Because with your words, you're doing an act. Meaning, with your words, you're causing an act. By talking to the cow, the cow is muzzled. A action happens. Rabbi Yochan doesn't hold talking by itself as a maisa. Rabbi Yochan holds, if by talking you cause an act, that's considered a maisa. Because it walks and it threshes without eating.
So Tosis is redefining Rabbi Yochanan. Had you read the Gemara simply, you would have thought Rabbi Yochanan holds Akinas Vasan Hava Meisa. Just talking is a Meisa. And then you could ask, so why would Rabbi Yochanan say swearing or cursing someone with Hashem's name is an exception to the rule, is a lav she'im by Meisa shaloykin alav. But it's a lav she'yesh by Meisa because you're talking. No, talking alone is not an act. Only over here it's an act because you're causing Action! You're causing the animal to walk and thresh without eating. But now Toysus adds something. Like we say in the beginning of Masechta Tamura. Regarding the three exceptions of love, she'en boi ma'isa, that like in love, Rabbi Yochanan says, you know what? Scratch one of them. Take out Timura. Timura is not an example of Lav She'in Boi Maisa. Why? Because when you're talking, you're doing something by Timura. Namely, you're effectuating that the Kedush of Animal A should go to Animal B. So now Toysus is even widening the definition of not only if you talk and you cause the, the cow to walk and to thresh and to be, remain muzzled as an act, but even if you talk and you cause kedusha, which is completely not apparent and non-tangible, and you cause an effectuation that the kedusha of animal A should go to animal B, even though you can't see it and it's not measurable and it's not tangible, you're causing a significant outcome through your words. Your words are causing a significant outcome. Therefore, that's considered a maisa. Rabbi Yochan is of the opinion that if talking alone is not an act, but talking that causes a significant outcome is definitely an act. So coming back to a smart technology. If you were to talk to a robot and say, robot, my floor is messy. Could you vacuum it? What would the halacha be on Shabbos? Is that yesh boy maisa or ein boy maisa? And the answer is Rabbi Yochanan would hold, it's yesh boy maisa. What's the difference between talking to a cow and causing it to walk and to be muzzled or talking to a robot and causing it to vacuum your house? It's dibure ka'avid maisa. Moreover, what if you say to Alexa, Alexa, it's hot, and but it is hot right now. Turn on the air conditioner. That's bidibure ka'avid maisa. What if you just ask Alexa, um, Alexa, um, I want you to uh, turn the light on, or I want you to let me know the zmanim. So that's, is Alexa actually doing an action? You don't even have to cause an act. You just have to cause a significant result. Like by Timura. The same way speaking and causing a Timura is lav sheyesh by maisa because bedibure ka'avid maisa according to Rabbi Yochanan. So if you talk to technology and you produce a significant result, yesh by maisa. Rabbi Shlokish would say no. Rishlakish would say no, it's Lav Shem by Maisa. That's what it would come out right now. 
But isn't there a difference between Alexa and a cow? Because Alexa, you're causing to send a signal to do it. It's like a grandma. Ah, so if you want, if you want to make a distinction that with smart technology or electricity, then it's not direct. So in a chenami, you can't speak to cause a a significant result, but here there's a step removed because it's not doing it, it's signaling. That will be next week's year. But in a nutshell, let's talk about when somebody comes and turns on a light switch. Let's talk about a light switch. Technically speaking, let's say you have an old-fashioned bulb and you're not lighting the filament. What are you doing? There's a current in the circuit. The problem is the circuit, there's a break in the circuit. When you press the button on the light switch or you flick the light switch, you're closing the circuit. Is that Havara on Shabbos or is that Grama? You would think it should be a Grama because I'm not lighting the filament. I'm just bridging the gap in the circuit to allow the current to reach the filament. So if you're going to consider turning on a light bulb as a Grama, then maybe speaking to Alexa as a Grama. But if you're going to consider turning on a light switch, lighting a fire, because it's so immediate, and we'll talk about that next week, then speaking to Alexa would be not just a grama, would, would be immediate. Okay, and we're going we're gonna to discuss that in depth next week based on two cases in the Gemara and Sanhedrin, number 10 and 11. You could study 10 and 11 the whole week. It will keep you busy the whole week. Just number 10 and 11, these two cases in the Gemara. Okay, now, but here's the thing. Do we paskin like Rabbi Yochanan, or do we paskin like Reish Lakish? Does anybody know when you have a machlikas Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish? Who do we paskin like? So there's a Gemara Nivamas. The Gemara says, Amar Rava, Hilchasa, Kavaseh, De Reish Lakish, Bahani Tlas. We only paskin like Reish Lakish in three cases. Everywhere else, we paskin like Rabbi Yochanan. So Lechaira, we should paskin like Rabbi Yochanan, that if you muzzle an animal by speaking, you're Chayiv Malkus. And sure enough, the Rambam in Hilchas Chiras, Perak Yagimah Halacha Beis, the Rambam says, Echad hachoyseim oisa b'shas malacha, be'echad hachoyseim oisa mikoidem v'asabah malacha v'chasuma afilu chasma b'koyal loike. Even if you would muzzle someone with your voice, you'd get malkos. And that's what the Shachanach Paskins in Choshen Mishpat, that chasma b'koyal loike. And we're saying, almost not even by extrapolation, but what would the difference be between speaking to Elzi, the cow, and speaking to Alexa? In both cases, you're using your voice to cause a maisa. So the halacha l'chaira should be that you get malchus. And in fact, that is the halacha. The Menchas Yitzchak writes, in Chelech Beis, in Yudzayin Ois Beis, Ve'af dibor levad chash of ma'isa lechayiv b'shabes im b'dibure is ovid ma'isa. And Rav Moshe already beat everyone to it. Rav Moshe said, "I don't have to tell you what what halacha would be with artificial intelligence. First, let me invent the idea that I, you know, Rav Moshe thought of the idea, and then he tells me. Rav Moshe says what the halacha is. Im yesh mechayna she b'dibur nasa malacha aydeh mechayna." Vaday also lasts a bishas yomtiv. The apple miskavin mhupsik resha usar. Even if it's not your intent. Now, 
Let's bring up the following Chakira. Simply, when you read the Gemara, you would think Rabbi Yochanan holds talking is an act. Akimas piv, have a maisa. Toysus proves that Rabbi Yochanan holds talking is not an act. Because swearing falsely is ain by maisa. Cursing someone with Hashem's name is ain by maisa. So that forces Toysus to say, speaking where you're goyreim a maisa, that's a maisa. Question. So is the reason why it's a maisa because of what you caused? And it's irrelevant that you spoke? Or is it in combination with the fact that you spoke? Because the words are saying moving your mouth is a maisa. Does that not really mean that? Does it mean moving your mouth caused the maisa? The chakira would be, the nafkamina would be, what if there was technology that you could activate by thinking something? Which there is. So you're not, there's no akimas piv. There's no maisa. But you're, it's ovid maisa. Or, what if you walk into a room and merely your change in body temperature will turn on the air conditioner, which happens in every single, uh, almost every hotel now. So, is that an act? You'll say the act is walking into the room. What's wrong with walking into a room? Say, no, but you're using your body temperature. I'm not doing an act. The fact that my body temperature is rising, I'm doing a maisa. Now, is that a hachnasa sefer Torah? And, unfortunately, there was a, a yid there who had ALS and he had a machine that he communicates by moving his eye to different letters. Now, moving an eye is definitely a maisa. That's for sure a maisa. In a way, maybe it's even more than akimas piv. But what about thinking? There's technology that will trigger a reaction through thinking. Says, come on, the Gemara says akimas piv. We understand Toysa says you're goyrema maisa, but isn't it in combination with the movement of the lips? So Rev Rosen in Tehumen um, says that something hmm. second. No. Okay. Let me get up. Reb Rosen in Tehumen. says that he had a conversation with uh, Rav Shulman Zalman Orbach based on this. Here, I have to send some more Maramakoimois for you to see this. And Rav Shulman Zalman Orbach had a very interesting uh, approach to this. Let me send the Maramakoimois. Rav Shulman Zalman Orbach said, you know, the Torah tells us in Parshas B'Shalach, that we have to um, be careful to prepare the Shabbos food before Shabbos. And where do we learn this from? We learn it from the man. We learn it from the man. And... If you look in uh, number 14 over here, in Tchumen, in the 15th uh, journal... He's discussing whether voice activation is a problem or not. He says, 
Or if somebody is manhig klayim b'dibure ba'alma. Because there, the animal walks because of you. But he says, that perhaps we could bring a araya that merely causing something with thought would be asr. The klichemdom parashas b'shalach has a very uh, sharp um, pilpal regarding melacha and shavas v'nachshava. The Yushalmi says in Be'ah that we learn out cooking and baking, that's a melacha in the Mishkan, from the fact that Moshe said to Klal Yisrael by the man. That which you need to bake, bake. That which you need to cook, cook. Yeah, but the Sifri says they never baked in a pan. They never cooked in a pot. But through their thought, by thinking about the man, it became baked or cooked. And yet the Torah is saying, you need to think about cooking your man and think about baking your man before Shabbos. Don't do it on Shabbos. Why not? I'm not doing anything. I'm just thinking. Says the Klichemda from here we see that if by thinking alone you trigger Bishul Vafia, B'machshavtoi Kavin Maisa. Says it to Rabbi Rosen, So he says, he mentioned this to Rav Shoma Zalman, and Rav Shoma Zalman said, you know, actually, we're now that one cannot be mafresh chuma ma'isa b'shabbos, because it looks like masakain. That means you can't even be choyshev to be mafresh chuma ma'isa on Shabbos. It's mashma that machshava is ma'isa le'inyin Shabbos. Bottom line is, it would come out then, Rabbi Yisai, that when Toysa says, the bedibure ka'avid maisa, we would have thought, okay, dibur is a maisa because in combination with the words you're saying, you're also ka'avid maisa. But it seems like it's even irrespective of the words you say. Even if b'machshavtoi ka'avid maisa, then it's a problem. And in that case, Rabbi Yisai, what would the halacha be? If merely walking into a room, you trigger the air conditioner to go on, or you trigger the lights to go on. So technically speaking, you're not doing a Misa. You're just being there. Rav Shawai says you know how to do that. Straight up. It's, do, it's, it's not even a grama. And we'll talk about that more next week. It's straight up doing a Malacha on Shabbos. You want the light on, you want the air conditioner on, you're happy for it, you're happy for the temperature to be adjusted in a comfortable way, you're happy for the lighting to be adjusted in the, in the normal way. So it's a problem. He brings in the Mincha Sasher, in Chelek Aleph Simulam Beis, Peroiv Batei Hamalon Shavailam, Nidlak Ha'ar Kisha Adam, Nichnas Lechadam, Venichba Achrezman, Shal Kerev Asha, the light goes out like 15 minutes after you leave. So Rav Asher says that Shemri Shabbos are makbed not to enter such a room unless you get a Gentile to open the room first and uh, trigger it. And then there seems to be some leniency that once it's triggered for you to remain there and maintain a status quo. Even though even remaining there is a problem, possibly. Because every movement is 
detected, every movement sends uh, impulses and effectuates the uh, temperature on 15 minute intervals. That's why many people are mocked to try not to get up in the morning. No, that was a joke, by the way. Okay, so... Um, Rav Asherwai says... He says, "Mishayachal himana mikol shimush b'machsher ma'arecha sheishba minachadosh l'vreich menaver asher loy." It's best to avoid it if you can have them turn off the system. That's the best thing. But if you're dealing with a choyla or b'shasat chak, um, there is what to rely on. In other words, to remain there after the fact. Bottom line is that it seems like any. Effectuation that you cause, whether it's through your words, or even through your thoughts, or even through your just merely being, is considered a malacha on Shabbos, which greatly expands the scope of leisase kamalacha. And you know, to, to get a definitive view on smart technology, it's we don't need chidushim of. Uh, of contemporary Paiskim. It's a straight, according to Toysus and Bab Metziah, that Rabbi Yochanan holds, B'diburai Ka'avid Maisa. And again, we have to understand, Toysus extends it to Tamura. Because if you're going to say, well, that's only if you cause an actual action. No, but you see from Tamura, it doesn't even have to cause an actual action. Because by Tamura, there is no detectable repercussion. But there's significant repercussion because you exchange the Kedusha from one animal to the next. So according to Toysis, and we paskin like Rabbi Yochanan, to activate any type of technology. You walk into your room, you want to turn on your, your computer, turn on your light, you want to talk to your phone to send a message, you want to talk to your phone to uh, dictate something, all types of voice activation. It is not a Shinoi, it is not a Grama, We'll see more why it's not a grama next week. It is a straight-up lav in the Torah, which means if somebody was warned, don't use voice activation on Shabbos, that would be uh, straight out, chilo Shabbos. So this is the first, uh, the first step of um, smart technology in halacha. And if your chat GPT over the course of the week says that it's feeling very down because we've relegated to a full-fledged maisa. So I would suggest that you try to give your um, your artificial intelligence some therapy during the week and explain to it that it's actually we're giving it an upgrade. We're consider it. We're considering it almost like a human being regarding Malach Shabbos, and that should assuage its feelings at least for the next week. So that's step one. Step one is Machlech Zerich the way Toisus is Masberit, and um, the Psak of the Rambam the Shulchan Aruch. And as we saw, Minchas Yitzchak, Rav Moshe, Paskin, Dibor, that is, Goyer Maisa is a Maisa, and Rav Shomazaman extends this even to the realm of being Goyerim Maisa, B'mach Shavtai. Next week we'll speak about why this is not considered a Grama. After all, you're merely triggering it, but you're not doing it yourself. Okay, Rabbi Say, I thank everybody for joining today. 
Have a wonderful day. Bracha v'hatzlacha. Kol tov, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.